0: Good afternoon, and thank you for enjoying it with a six-pack, the Scani Six-Pack, the only podcast that's bringing you the top stories in Wisconsin sports every single day. Plus, we do it in less time than it takes to complete your morning commute. I'm your host, Kedrick Stumbrus, and you can follow me on Twitter at Kedrick Stumbrus and follow the podcast at Scani Six-Pack to get the latest updates in Wisconsin sports. Bit of a programming note off the top, obviously, these episodes on back-to-back days have been coming at you in the afternoon. But there's good reason for this one coming out in the afternoon, that this is going to serve as your weekend preview episode for your updates in Wisconsin sports. Not a ton going on, uh, because the Bucks are wrapping up the regular season and already have clinched the number one overall seed. Uh, but the Milwaukee Brewers do have a big three-game series against the St. Louis Cardinals. But we're going to pre- preview all three of those games, preview this series against the Cardinals right off the bat in this episode and get you going uh, so that you can be ready to go by uh, this afternoon, by Friday afternoon, for all the action on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, taking you into the holiday weekend. So uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the Milwaukee Bucks first, and then we will get to the Brewers' big series against the St. Louis Cardinals here. The Bucks have two games this weekend. First, they play at home against the Memphis Grizzlies tonight at Fiserv Forum. It'll be the Bucks' final home game, where they're giving away a Ray Allen bobblehead the first 10,000 fans in attendance. I actually got a little bit of a sneak peek. This leaked out a little bit out there. It's a nice bobblehead. Uh, Go out and grab it if you're headed to Pfizer Forum tonight. That game starts at 7 p.m. Central. and will be televised on Bailey Sports Wisconsin and NBA TV. As I mentioned, the Bucks have the number one overall seed in the NBA playoffs clinched already, so these games are effectively meaningless in the grand scheme of things for the Milwaukee Bucks this season, and you can tell that by taking a look at the injury report. Uh, Chris Middleton is out for tonight, according to Shams Charania of The Athletic. He is hopefully going to be back to start the playoffs. Uh, That Chris Middleton right knee soreness, aggravation, injury that he suffered after coming down a little bit funny in the first quarter of the game against the Chicago Bulls earlier this week. Of course, you know, hoping to get him back at the beginning of the playoffs. It sounds like it's really not all too serious. Pat Connaughton also ruled out for tonight. He, of course, suffering from a right ankle sprain, uh, an injury that he took on in the first game of that back-to-back uh, against the Washington Wizards. You know, Pat Connaughton was jumping around, having a good time, dancing around a little bit on the bench in the game against uh, the Chicago Bulls. So I think he's probably fine. Just going to rest him through the end of the regular season. Grayson Allen, of course, is out as well on the wing where uh, um, Coach Mike Boonholzer already said that Grayson Allen was going to miss the remaining games in the regular season. Other players resting, Burke Lopez, Drew Halle, Giannis Antetokounmpo. None of that should be very surprising. All three of those guys have taken on a large load of work this season, uh, especially Brooke Lopez, who hasn't missed any time due to injury. Yeah, they, these guys have had a lot of work in these first 80 regular season games of the NBA season so good for the Bucks to have the number one seed wrapped up a little bit early. give them some extra time to rest so expect to see some healthy doses of Bobby Portis, Javon Carter maybe even Marjan Beauchamp I think we'll see some more Jay Crowder even though we haven't seen a ton of him since he got to uh, Milwaukee in really high flying action even Gordon Drogic who hasn't played a ton since getting signed on to uh, the Milwaukee Bucks roster a few weeks ago Hopefully get some finasty time there, not just in garbage time. And I think we can get a little excited about seeing some of these two-way guys. A.J. Green, who gets a solid amount of minutes, and even Lindell Wigginton, who we don't see all that often. uh, But I think we'll probably see a good amount of Lindell here down the stretch as well. At stake for the Grizzlies in the game tonight. Grizzlies currently sit at second place in the West but cannot catch the Denver Nuggets, who have the number one seed in the Western Conference clinched. Grizzlies have a two-game lead on the Kings with two games to go. Sacramento does have a tiebreaker with more Western Conference wins than Memphis. So a win or a Kings loss in the final two games clinches the two-seed for Memphis. So Memphis can clinch the two-seed with a win tonight against this depleted Milwaukee Bucks roster, where as losing out for Memphis and winning out by the Kings, would give the Kings the two-spot land, uh, then Memphis in the three, where Memphis at Oak Forest plays the Bucks tonight and then finishes at Oklahoma City on Sunday, and the Sacramento Kings host the Warriors tonight and then play at the Nuggets on Sunday. In Milwaukee's Sunday game against the Toronto Raptors, this game potentially means nothing for either team. Uh, The Raptors, however, are a potential round one opponent in the NBA playoffs for the Milwaukee Bucks, and this game on Sunday in the regular season finale will be played at 12 p.m. Central at Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, and that will be televised on Valley Sports Wisconsin. As I mentioned, this is a game that potentially means nothing for the Raptors. The Raptors are locked into the 8 or 9 spot of the playoffs, and that is a big difference, that 8 or 9 spot. The eight means that the Raptors will only have to win one game to get the seven seed in the playoffs in the play-in tournament. Of course, you know the the format being the seven and eight seed will play a game, and the winner of that game gets the seven seed. The loser of that game goes to play the winner of the nine ten to get the last spot in the playoffs. So, if the Raptors are able to get into the eight spot, means they only have to win one game to get the seven seed, or can afford to lose one and still get the eight seed. If they fall to nine, that means that. The ninth seed, you have to win twice to get into the last spot in the NBA playoffs. The Raptors right now are one game back of Atlanta. Their cur- Raptors currently sit in ninth. Uh, so, uh, the Raptors being one game back of Atlanta, and the Hawks hold the tiebreaker. So Toronto has to win out, and the Hawks need to lose out in order for Toronto to jump up from the nine to the 8th spot. Toronto tonight plays at Boston, uh, Boston has nothing to play for as the Celtics are locked into the two-seed, and Atlanta tonight plays at home against the 76ers, and Philadelphia has nothing to play for as Philly ha- is locked into the three-seed. So, all that to say, this is a good chance of being a pretty meaningless game, so I would go ahead and watch the Brewers instead, unless you're really interested in seeing some John Beauchamp, some A.J. Green minutes... What have you? Because I imagine that this game is going to feature guys at the very end of the bench. Speaking of the Brewers, let's talk this series preview into the Cardinals. All these games are big. The Brewers and Cardinals are finished are projected to finish right next to each other in the NL Central standings by all the major prognosticators, by all the major uh, predictors. Your Pacota's, what have you, if you're into those you know baseball statistical projection sites, manuals, and whatnot. So. Any one of these games that the Brewers can pick up or lose to the Cardinals is probably going to be pretty meaningful in the grand scheme of things as the year comes to an end, uh, especially with there being no game 163 anymore in a tiebreaker game. So even just winning the regular season tiebreaker, winning the head-to-head matchups against the Cardinals is, is going to be really important as well. And these teams come into the series looking entirely different in terms of their trajectory right now. The Brewers, of course, are on a five game win streak after losing opening day and sit five and one on the season and are up one game on the Pirates for the NL Central lead. Of course, it's you know April seventh, so take a lead in the NL Central with the grand of salt that it is, but that's where the Brewers currently sit. And the Cardinals opened the year struggling. They are two and four on the year and got swept at home against Braves in their last three games. So the Cardinals actually sit in last place in the NL Central right now, which honestly, and yes, again, it's April, couching all this with April. But that's part of the reason why this is such a big deal for the Brewers. If they can open up a big lead on the Cardinals this early on in the season, that would be great and make them play catch-up win three games, you put the Cardinals six games back on, what would that be, April 7th, 8th, 9th, but April 10th, the Cardinals are waking up six games behind the lead for the NL Central, that's going to put a lot of Brewers fans at ease, giving the crew a little bit of a cushion going into the rest of the way, Uh, of course, six games can be made up in in a week, (laughs) in the MLB of course, but it, it, it would be good for the Brewers to win as many of these games as possible. And I think one other note to look at for the Cardinals coming into this game is their catcher Tyler O'Neill, who in the second game of the series, uh, manager oh, the Cardinals manager called out O'Neill's effort when he was rounding third base when the Cardinals were trying to come back against the Braves. They then had a bit of a back and forth after the game through the press. Of course, Cardinals manager Oliver Marmol talking about he didn't like seeing. Uh, Tyler O'Neal not giving it his all according to him and O'Neal said oh you wish they could just handle that as players handle that in the locker room whatever it was they had this public back and forth and then O'Neal was benched in the series finale so it was interesting I I went and back and watched this play that led to this scuffle between O'Neal and Marmol." And I think it's also important to note that O'Neill had a series of hamstring injuries last year. So maybe he's worried about running into a big home plate collision and suffering a hamstring injury, re-aggravating it. And, you know, I looked at the plate. It didn't look egregious. Uh, maybe O'Neal could have ran faster, and uh, the Cardinals manager probably knows his roster far better than I do. But, I don't know, interesting. I think interesting to note there's a little bit going on in that locker room right now, a little bit early maybe it's ultimately nothing, but one thing I wanted to know. So, going into the actual games for this series, I'll actually be at all three of these games, it looks like, and I would love for anybody to join. I'm always posting on Twitter, you know, where I'm going to be ahead of the games. I'm also going to let you know here on this podcast where I'm going to be for each of these games as well, where I'm going to be sitting. Come out, say hi. I am in Milwaukee all weekend, and we'll probably be uh, catching a shuttle from Brady Street down to the ballpark, so Come on out, come out to Brady Street, You know, shoot me a Twitter DM, tell me if you want to grab a drink, happy to do it, happy to buy uh, a cold beverage for any of the loyal listeners here of the Scotty Six Pack, love getting to meet uh, folks who are supporters, and he'll talk about Wisconsin sports as we all do here. So if you're going to head to a game, I would get my tickets on Pick. that's where I get all of my tickets, and this isn't an ad, it is just a service I love, and I want you to save money on your next ticket purchase. When you use TickPick, you will never pay service or delivery fees like you will on other ticket-selling apps, and TickPick comes with its best-price guarantee. If you find a better price somewhere else for the same ticket, TickPick will refund you twice the difference in credit toward your next purchase. Plus, if you use my link in the podcast description, you'll save $10 on your first order. So go to the App Store, go to the Google Play Store, download the TickPick app, and get to the game with their best-price guarantee, and use my code in the podcast description to get $10 off your first order, and make that first order today, and come out to the ballpark with me uh, today, on Friday, where the Brewers take on the Cardinals in the opening game of this three-game series at 7.10 p.m. This game will, of course, be aired on Valley Sports Wisconsin, and this game is going to be, I'm going to be sitting in the left field bleachers the Loge level, where every Friday night, if you sit in the left field Loge bleachers, it's the Miller Lite beer pen, it becomes, on Friday nights, where you get a free bucket hat. For just sitting there, for having your tickets there, courtesy of Miller Lite, and it's also National Beer Day apparently. So buy one get one free Miller Lite, High Life, and Coors Light from when the gates open until seven thirty at the ballpark. Huge, huge, huge deal. Of course, for us being in Milwaukee, and uh, you know we're on a podcast which is named with a beer theme, so seems relevant to bring up here. Uh, that we got buy one, get one free beer at Miller Park. I think appropriately, we should make sure we call it Miller Park today, of all days. It's National Beer Day, right? Anyway, American Family Field is it's still foreign to me, uh, in in a way. But this game should be a good one. Uh, Brandon Woodruff is on the mound for the Brewers, so Big Woo looked great in his first outing against Chicago. Pitched six innings, uh, got eight strikeouts along the way. And taking the mound for the Cardinals is right handed pitcher Jack Flaherty, former first round pick. He had five, he pitched five innings and four strikeouts in his first outing against Toronto, and he did not give up a hit in uh, his debut for the season this year. His career overall, Jack Flaherty's has been start and stop with some repeated injuries, uh, some shoulder injuries, some oblique injuries, and the Brewers have hit pretty well against. Uh, Jack Flaherty during his career, you know the Brewers that are still on the roster and have seen him, uh, Rowdy Telez and Willie Adamas have, have each hit 500 against Flaherty and each have an over 1.0 OPS against him. Willie Adamas is actually actually has a 2.6 OPS uh, against Jack Flaherty, so hopefully that hot streak can continue. And Christian Yelich is hitting 310 with a 946 OPS. So the guys who are on the roster and have seen Jack Flaherty before have pitch have hit really well against this pitcher so hopefully the brewers can start this series off with a win tonight and then tomorrow uh the game will be at 6 10 p.m this game also being on Bally sports wisconsin and mlb network for those of you who do not get the regional sports networks uh, i will be sitting again in left field kind of left field third baseline a few sections over from where i am tonight tonight i'm going to be in uh section 235 row six for the friday game Uh, And then tomorrow night, I'll be in section 232, row 15. Uh, And like I mentioned, come over, say hi, if you're there. Or if you're seated seated somewhere else in the stadium and just want to meet up, have me buy you a drink, do that. Just shoot me a Twitter DM, have me buy a drink for any supporter who wants to come see me say hi at the ballpark. So that's where I'll be on Saturday night. And the big news for this game is actually non-baseball, well, baseball tangentially related. And that is the giveaway for this game, being a Giannis Antetokounmpo jersey. Giannis, of course, uh, a few years back, buying in as a stakeholder and owner into the Brewers organization. And so, there is a Giannis jersey giveaway. It is a Brewers City Connect-themed jersey, but it's a basketball jersey given away to the first 30,000 fans. And I'd say get there early if you are taking part in this, you want to grab this giveaway jersey, because tickets for this game are hot, and I think people are going to be all about this giveaway. I think there's a reason tickets are hot for this game, and it's not just because it's a Saturday night game. You know, that 6.10 p.m. start is really great, especially in the pitch clock era where folks are going to be, you know, out, out like, full-on out of the stadium by 9 p.m., and the game is going to be done by 840-ish, 845. So really great way to, you know, have it have a night. And then still Saturday night, nine o'clock early. If you're a young person, you could still get out and have a drink, go out to a late dinner, whatever that might be for you along the way. And Saturday night, Eric Lauer will take the mound for his second starting appearance for the Brewers in his first outing against the Cubs. Uh Eric Lauer pitched five innings, gave up five hits and two walks. Uh, also, two runs and had six strikeouts in his five innings of work. So a decent outing. And the Cardinals pitcher, lefty Jordan Montgomery, had a pretty similar kind of kind of outing. In his first uh, outing for the Cardinals earlier this year, he had five, pitched five innings of work, gave up six hits, six hits and a walk for three runs, and had three strikeouts. So kind kind of similar, you know, middle of the road kind of start. Each uh, grabbing a win there. And Jordan Montgomery, of course, being a left-handed pitcher as opposed to uh, Jack Flaherty, a right-hander who is starting on Friday night. So I think we're going to see a couple of different lineups that Craig Council likes to go with. Of course, playing the numbers, putting your uh, right, all right-handed hitters into the lineup against the lefty pitcher on Saturday. So if you're going to both of these games or if you're going to the Saturday and the Sunday games, I think you're going to see both... both different, you know, platooned lineups for the Brewers in those games as well. Uh, and Jordan Montgomery, for those who don't remember, was acquired last year at the trade deadline by the Cardinals uh, during his sixth season with the New York Yankees and saw the Brewers twice last year. The Brewers, on who are still on the roster, didn't perform great against Montgomery in uh, last season's performance, which he saw them uh, twice. Willie was good. Willie Davis was good because... Of course he was. Willie Adamas has been great since getting to Milwaukee. Uh, but Christian Yelich is 0-6 against Jordan Montgomery. Uh, but oddly enough, still has two RBIs, had kind of a, a ground-out single, a ground-out RBI, uh, and actually had one RBI credited to him through getting hit by a pitch. So uh, that's a little bit of an interesting stat line for Christian Yelich against Jordan Montgomery. So maybe, he, hopefully, he can bounce back in his third time seeing jordan montgomery on the mound and then sunday's game to close out the series against the cardinals uh brewers will start at 1 10 p.m and this one's going to be on valley sports wisconsin extra which is just shenanigans to me it's on the same it's on valley sports wisconsin extra because it's at the same time as the bucks game on sunday which is being aired on valley sports wisconsin which i understand is just like a programming snafu it is what it is but so often these playoff games in playoff positions are determined already by this 82nd game of the Milwaukee Bucks season by the 82nd game of the NBA season. So just air the damn baseball game on cable on regular Valley sports, Wisconsin, but say, let um, my seeds for this game have not been purchased yet. Uh, so follow me on Twitter. That's where I'll, I'll let y'all know where I'm going to be sitting, uh, for this game. Follow me at Kedrick Stumbrus. And this is Easter Sunday and Sunday Fun Day. So if you're looking for something unique to do with the family on Easter Sunday, maybe you didn't get those brunch reservations quite in yet, you'd look for something else to do, I'd recommend taking the family out to the ballpark. Uh, you can get four seats, hot do- four hot dogs, and four sodas, and a parking pass, all for $59 when you purchase that ticket package directly from the Milwaukee Brewers. So really nice family deal for an afternoon game in Milwaukee. And a big game against the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, of course, where Freddy Peralta will take the mound for the Brewers, who just pitched a gem in that first game against the Mets. Got six innings of work, allowed two hits and three run, three walks with no runs allowed, and seven strikeouts. So really great stuff from Freddie Peralta on his first way out. And the Cardinals will trot out right-hander Jake Woodford, who just got shelled by Atlanta in his first start. Uh, Woodford only saw a little over four innings of work, Um, they got through four full innings, allowed seven hits and three walks for six earned runs. And Jake Woodford is in the starting rotation for the Cardinals because Adam Wainwright is out to start the season with injury. Cardinals usually have Jake Woodford coming out of the bullpen, but he has gotten some starts over the years. He got eight starts in the year 2021. So, you know, I, I think this is probably the best matchup for... Uh, the Brewers on Sunday in the three game series for uh, for the Brewers, you know this this is their weakest starting pitcher that's going to be trotted out by uh, the Cardinals this season, and of course that starting pitching is probably the weakest point of this Cardinals team. So I, if I'm going to guess, I say I think the Brewers get two out of three for this one and gain another game in the standings on the St Louis Cardinals, getting two of three. And this one would put Milwaukee up four games on uh, the Cardinals. And that would just be great to see. So a little bit shorter of an episode here as we head into these important games for the Milwaukee Brewers. While the Milwaukee Bucks have some less important games. But by the time we see where things shake out after Sunday. Uh, we should be able to return Monday and give uh, all the listeners here a little bit of a preview of what is to come in the play-in tournament and look at who the potential first-round opponent is for the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA playoffs. So that is all for today's edition of the Scotty Six Pack. Follow us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to start every day with everything you need to know in Wisconsin sports. While you're there, leave a nice review, five stars, kind comments. Tell some folks what you like about the show. Helps the show grow, and I'll... Ooh, woof. It helps the show grow, and it will allow me to produce even better content for everyone. Thanks again for listening. I've been your host, Kedrick Stumbrus, on Wisconsin.